Welcome to today's episode of the new science of physical health, where we've got one mission in mind, how to help you and the people that you care about to outsmart sickness, disease, and premature death. Let's dive into it right now in today's episode. Welcome everybody to this really important episode. The professors, the school teacher, and an advanced AI health teacher. Irrefutable evidence that how we become physically healthy is changing right now. So let me start off the episode, and if you've never met me before, my name is Shane Stubbs. I'm the middle part of that equation. I am the health and physical education teacher. I'll get to more about myself and this title of the episode in just a moment. But first of all, let me touch on the top end of the title. Who are the professors that I mention in this episode, the professors, the school teacher, and an advanced AI health teacher? I want to walk you through four professors out of 100 that I've worked with, consulted with, so worked directly with some of them, consulted with, and then interviewed many of them over the past decade of my life. And my, of my working career. PhDs in all different areas, exercise physiology, cardiology, molecular biology, and what else have we got? Cognitive neuroscience, public health, vascular medicine, the list goes on. There's a lot. But I, I can't spend time walking you through all of them because that'll take up one massive episode in itself. But I've dedicated the past 10 years to seek out around the world, not just here where I live in Australia, but from around the world, some of the most incredible professors in disciplines that have done, that create better health outcomes for human beings. Provable clinical studies with verifiable, peer-reviewed, published medical research that's rock-solid irrefutable, that sits there in the field of medical research but has not yet made its way into the mainstream education. When I say mainstream, schools across Australia, schools across America, schools across New Zealand, schools across England, schools throughout France and Germany and the rest of Europe, schools across uh, the African continent, schools that in any part of the world that I haven't mentioned. That's the mainstream of education where teenagers sitting there right now in uh, Uzbekistan, where else have I, that's where I've got listeners to this show, The New Science of Physical Health, we're in 93 countries. Schools in, what's some out of the way places? I'd have to go to the list, but across places in Iran, Iraq, I've got listeners. I've got listeners in China. I've got listeners in Moscow, Russia. I've got listeners in Washington, D.C., Two places that seem to be at opposite ends of the political spectrum right now. I've got listeners down in the you know uh, places in Morocco, the northern part, of, other northern parts of Africa, people in Greece and Italy. Literally, ninety-three different countries. Some cities, many cities, I've never even heard of. Those why the work that I've done with these medical professors has not made its way into mainstream society, but sitting in these more than a hundred right now medical professors research. And when I mention these professors, most of them have teams of people behind them. Sitting inside their work 
are golden nuggets that need to be converted into simple lessons. And that's what I do as a school teacher. But who are the professors? That's what I started with. Here's four of them wrapped up into just three different segments. The first one is Professor Ulrich Wisloff from Norway. Inside my Outsmart classroom, where there's a link to it in the notes to wherever you're listening to this particular lesson, inside my Outsmart classroom are interviews that I've done with him. So you can hear from this person in his own words. One of the world's most renowned and respected PhDs in exercise physiology, who created an algorithm, a formula that gives you or large cohorts of people like workplaces and schools and you know government organizations and you know could be you know places like um, you know uh, I'm working with a person right now who uh, is the a police leader in the United Kingdom they have five they respond that one person responsible for 500 staff what professor Wisloff's algorithm does his formula that he created and then tested on in and, and tested and tested and tested when I say tested do clinical testing, peer-reviewed, double-blind studies, finding out whether or not his algorithm worked. What does his algorithm do? It gives you real-time feedback on positive molecular and physiological health adaptations happening to you on a daily basis that if you use his algorithm, you will, the effect of using it will cause you to drive down your clinical risk of obesity, catastrophic cardiovascular events, type 2 diabetes, and molecular, uh, sorry, um, metabolic disease. If you use that algorithm, that's one professor that I'm working with inside the Outsmart classroom and his work and his algorithm. Then there is Dr. Marav Moore and her twin sister, Dr. Michael Moore, so both of these ladies are PhDs in exercise physiology. Professor Wisloff from Norway, the University of uh, the Norwegian University of Science and Technology, leads a team of 55 people. Both Dr. Moores from Israel lead a team of professors, and they have built a technology, a metabolic analyzer that provides real-time feedback to see if your body is burning fat on a daily basis and an AI tech coach on how to get your body to burn fat. Their device, this portable metabolic analyzer, offers individuals insights, in, it gives you individual insights into your metabolism by measuring something called your respiratory gases, the amount of carbon dioxide and oxygen coming out of your breath. It utilizes a technology which I started using way back in 1985 in this massive device inside an exercise physiology lab when I went to university. The device measures, allows you to measure your individual breaths as many times a day as you want to determine the ratio of carbon dioxide to oxygen. And this determines, this is called measuring your respiratory quotient. And based on that respiratory quotient value, the metabolic analyzer provides personalized insights into your body's primary fuel source at that moment in time. A phenomenal, which it, when, it'll tell you whether it's predominantly using carbohydrates or fats. Of course, too many people around the world with the overweight and obesity problem in Australia where I live and in most countries, by the way, that's reached around 63% of adults. 
predominantly burning carbohydrates throughout the day. But the metabolic analyzer was just some of the technology I've worked with and the professors. It provides you a mobile app where you can view your metabolic your metabolic data in real time and track your progress and then get customized coaching to be able to help get your body into a state of metabolic flexibility where it switches between carbohydrates and fats more efficiently. That'll help you to reduce your body weight. There's some people and I've done some work with who've used that device now for three years. It is mind-blowing, the results they've achieved. Mind-blowing. So that's three of the professors in two segments. Another professor that I've done work with, Dr. Carl Lavi from Louisiana, a doctor of cardiology, a practicing cardiologist and a research cardiologist. He is the author and also of research papers that he called The Obesity Paradox, where he turned it into a New York Times best-selling book called The Obesity Paradox. Listen to the subtitle, How Thin Means Sicker and Heavier Means Healthier. That's amazing. The Obesity Paradox is a description and inside the Outsmart Classroom, you can get to, that I have, you can get to meet, and the link is in the, wherever you're listening to this lesson, the, there's a link to get to it. That particular uh, doctor, Dr. Carl Lavi, is in, his interview that I did with him, which was just absolutely brilliant, is inside my Outsmart Classroom. And he, this is what it says about, this is a description of his book and, and his his thought-provoking concept. It challenges conventional wisdom surrounding obesity and its impact on health. So he's this renowned cardiologist from Louisiana, great accent. He probably thinks I've got an accent, but I think he's got an accent. The book and his work, and our interview, by the way, it's great to have a book, so much better to meet the author. It delves into this surprising and counterintuitive phenomenon known as the obesity paradox. Contrary to popular belief, Dr. Lavi presents compelling evidence that shows overweight, being overweight and mildly overweight, obese individuals can have better survival rates and health outcomes in certain circumstances compared to their leaner counterparts. That is mind-blowing right there. But he's got the evidence. That's not just him, but he's the one who brought the research to light. Through this meticulous exploration of scientific research and clinical studies, that's so important, clinical studies, the book examines the complex relationship between body weight, health, and chronic diseases like cardiovascular conditions, the number one cause of sickness, disease, and premature death. 18 million people this year worldwide will die from a catastrophic cardiovascular event. So many of them should have been prevented and can. Dr. Lavi's work not only challenges prevailing notions about obesity, but also encourages a nuanced understanding of the intricate connections between maximum health instead of minimum weight. Phenomenal concept. So they're just three of the professors. When I have it in, mentioned in this title, the professors, that's, well, it's four, but it, two of them are twins <laughs> out of the four. And just like I am, I got a twin brother. So the next part, of the title is the teacher. This is me. I've been, if you've never met me before, you've never, never been introduced to me before, this is your first ever lesson that you've listened to. I've been teaching health, my obsession, health and physical education 
since way back in 1985. I estimate I've delivered over 40,000 face-to-face lessons in that subject. Did a calculation one time. And that's my background. And I am obsessed with that, those two areas, health and physical activity. Love it and obsessed with them to this day. Here's my supposition. This is my basic premise of all my work. Obesity and overweight, catastrophic cardiovascular events, diabetes and metabolic disease are known to be out of control. I'm not going to provide the data sets right now that back that statements up, but they are known to be exploding, causing untold emotional damage to families around the world who are experiencing the complications of that. And the worst complication is sudden premature death from conditions, complications related to obesity, catastrophic cardiovascular events, diabetes, and metabolic disease. So my supposition is this. This is my big teaching point right from the get-go. Teenagers are graduating into becoming adults and they have the wrong learning frameworks to put them into adulthood to keep them away from disease, sickness, and premature death. I'll say that supposition again so it makes clear and explicit sense. Teenagers around the world are moving into positions in their early 20s, their late 20s, their early 30s, late 30s, early 40s, late 40s, early 50s, late 50s, that's me, early 60s, late 60s, early 70s, and beyond. Where? They live their entire lives with the wrong learning frameworks and the spillover impact of that is that they have they are in a position where their bodies, all of their adult years, are creating negative molecular and physiological health adaptations so that they are at high clinical risk of sickness, disease, and premature death. My supposition is that it needs to change. We need to have different learning frameworks from the ones that we've got. If the, if the ones that we've got worked, we wouldn't have this exploding prevalence of overweight obesity, exploding prevalence worldwide of cardiovascular events, exploding prevalence of diabetes and metabolic disease. We would have been able to outsmart those four things. But we haven't. That's why I built my Outsmart Classroom. That's why I want to give that to people. The Outsmart Classroom. So, what I do with my frameworks that I've invented, which I haven't walked you through what they are here, and I'm not going to. What I do is, they simply convert complex medical research from the over 100 professors that I've worked with, and I've only touched on three here, four. They convert their medical research, I convert their medical research into simple lessons. That's what my frameworks are. I know my lessons are state of the art and at the cutting edge of learning about health when compared to whatever you've seen before. But how do I know that? How do I know that they are at the cutting edge in compared to whatever I have whatever I have seen before or whatever you've seen before. How do I know that, that my lessons are that advanced? Here's why. I've built into my frameworks and into the third part of this lesson title, 
the AI health teacher, the education research from Laureate Professor John Hattie. Now, who is Laureate Professor John Hattie? He is an influential educational, educational researcher and an academic. He currently holds the position of Professor and Chair of Education at the Melbourne Graduate School of Education, the University of Melbourne, Australia. Hattie is well known for his extensive research on educational effectiveness and learning outcomes. He's made a significant contributions to the field of education worldwide through his meta-analysis and synthesizing, that's a hard word to say, educational research to identify factors that have the greatest impact on student achievement. My understanding from what I've read, and I've, 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 talk, I've, done, I've talked with Professor Hattie a few times now, and we're gonna meet again very shortly on a brand new, uh, brand new tool I'm very excited about. And my understanding is from his work, Laurie Professor Hattie, is that he's researched over 100 million students to arrive with factors that have the greatest impact on student achievement. His work has been particularly put into a one overall framework concept called visible learning, which I love that expression. And it's had a profound influence on educational practices in schools worldwide and universities. So what does John Hattie, Laurie Professor Hattie, he's a great bloke, really good guy. What does, and that's my interactions with him, great bloke. What does effect size mean in the work and the research of Professor Hattie? And I'm going to link this back to my simple lessons inside the Outsmart Classroom and the last part of this particular episode you're listening to. So, effect size used by Professor Hattie refers to a statistical measure that quantifies the magnitude of the impact or influence of a particular factor or intervention on student learning outcomes. See, here's my supposition again. What we learn is not effective. The way that we've learned about health and physical activity is not effective as a society. If it was, how come we have this colossal explosion and growth in chronic diseases? Overweight, obesity, catastrophic cardiovascular events, diabetes and metabolic disease. So our learning outcomes are poor as measured by the medical data, hospitalizations, all that kind of stuff. So his work provides a standardized way to compare the effectiveness of different educational practices or strategies. He often expresses effect size using a metric called D, which is a coefficient that represents the standardized mean difference between two groups. A positive effect size indicates that the intervention or factor, I'll go through what some of these, he's got 250 of them, I'm gonna go through the top five in just a moment. A factor has on a ben whether it has a beneficial impact on learning. So a negative effect size indicates a detrimental effect from that factor. A magnet, the magnitude of the effect size determines the strength of the impact with larger effect sizes indicating more substantial effects. So Hattie's work aims to identify educational interventions and factors that have an effect size greater than 0.4. The closer it is to one or above, the more influential the factor is. What he refers to 0.4 being something called the hinge point. Factors above this threshold are considered to have significant positive influence on student learning 
and adult learning, not just student as in children, adult learning as well, and are often the focus of his research and his recommendations. So, like I said, he has 250 factors. What I, want, what I decided to do as a teacher, I go, what are his top five? Because if I can utilize his top five inside my Outsmart classroom and build it into it, then I'm going to get a bigger impact on having people drive up their physical, what I call their personal physical health status or their phys physical health outcomes. And that's what I did. So, Professor Laureate Professor Hattie has identified several factor, educational factors that consistently show high effect sizes, high impact, and have a significant positive impact on student learning outcomes or adult learning outcomes. So here are a few of his top five, here are the top five size factors that I've used, along with a brief explanation of both. Hey, that is my famous transition bell. We're going to a different segment of this particular lesson. What's the segment? Okay, here's what I'm going to do. The full lesson is spread out over about 52 minutes, but all together in one sitting, that's too much. So here's what I typically do. I've placed it into two lessons. So we finished right now, I'm cutting it off right there. Just before I tell you the five things, we're gonna cut it off right there and end this lesson. And then in the next lesson, whenever you get to it, in your own time, it could be straight away, so you can go and find out what these five effect sizes are, these five influential factors that, that cause successful learning outcomes. You can go and find those out right now if you want to transition right into the next lesson, or you can wait and pick it up whenever you get back to it, a few days' time, a week's time, whatever you choose. All right, everybody, thanks for joining me so far. I have so much more to share and teach about this particular lesson. The professors, the teacher, the health and phys ed teacher, me, and the AI health teacher. Can't wait till you get to that part in the next lesson. That is probably the most, that the, the, the back end of part two of this lesson is not probably, without question, in my 37 year career, the most significant thing I've ever built, ever, from a learning perspective and a technology perspective to help people improve the two disciplines that I'm obsessed with. Health and physical activity. Health outcomes and physical activity patterns. So that you drive down your clinical risk of sickness, disease and premature death and you outsmart overweight obesity, catastrophic cardiovascular events, diabetes, and metabolic disease. There's a great link in the notes to this lesson, and I've got a really, really impactful way to finish off part two. All right, get to it when you can. Thanks for joining me. Bye for now.